Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Trading Lifestyle Podcast. And today, I'm very fortunate to have with me Jessica Pelletier, calling in all, all the way from Australia. And she's an independent professional trader. And um, I've learned about her through her blog at roguetraderette.com. And uh, she always has some great insight into what it's like to be an independent trader. So thanks for coming on, Jessica. No trouble at all. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So um, how did you... Uh, or what were you doing before you got started trading? Oh, gosh. I was doing lots of things. Um, I worked in the sales for a while, and then um, we moved to the country, and there wasn't really much to do. And I was a um, makeup artist and did hairdressing and uh, had babies. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, yeah, I, I tried lots of different things. And when I was home with my kids, uh, I knew that I didn't want to work in a shop or anything anymore because the pay is lousy and... I just thought, no, I'm, I mean, as an, it's fine when you're 19 or whatever, but when you're, you know, 30, you don't want to be working for $20 an hour anymore. Yeah. So, and working through school holidays and that kind of thing, I thought, no, that's not the life that I want. So um, I was, I actually got into it by looking at property and I bought one of these <laughs> terrible home study courses that you can get that went into all these different shared strategies and also property strategies. And that was my sort of first introduction to shares. Mm -hmm. I see. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I can kind of relate to that because I, I kind of got into trading um, via real estate also. But um, oh, funny, isn't it? Yeah. And I guess, I guess a lot of people do take that kind of similar path where they find, you know, one of those things and you kind of end up in doing either real estate or um, trading or something like that. So that's, yeah. So that's interesting. Um, so what... What about trading made it stick? What, what was the, the draw to it, I guess? Uh, I, the first strategy I found out about through this big course thing that I did was um, selling puts. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> the way they promoted it was that you can see a share that you want to buy mm -hmm. and someone will pay you to say that you will buy it when it's cheaper. And they said... What a way to get a bargain. And I love bargains. Like, I'm such a bargain <laughs> shopper. Uh -huh. And I just could not believe my luck that someone would actually pay me to buy a cheap investment. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I learned the hard way that there is no such thing as a cheap investment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, <clears throat> so, um, after, I mean, after that, how did, you, how did you evolve into, like, um, being able to trade full-time? Oh, well, I have to be honest, I do trade full-time, but I don't have to trade to eat. My husband mm -hmm. works full-time, so I'm really lucky in that I don't have to have the stresses of putting food on my table, so I just want to make that clear to everyone, so oh, okay. they don't think that I'm something that I'm not. Mm -hmm. um, basically, because my husband was working, I, I could learn in my own time, and I started um, by you know going really pear-shaped with that put deal mm -hmm. and it made me really determined I just wanted to learn so I cut down my account size put most of it back into property just sitting in my mortgage mm -hmm. and then um, yeah just slowly learned use small small amounts of risk read loads of books did a mentor program mm -hmm. um, and yeah it just really worked on my own education and <clears throat> oh pardon me losing my voice <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it sounds very sexy from now on um, <laughs> 
Yeah, so I just spent a lot of time just working on myself and reading books and getting educated, basically, mm -hmm. to get to where I am now. Oh, I see. And uh, you mentioned you you mentioned the mentor program. Um, is it, what which program is that? If you don't mind sharing, that I don't mind at all. Um, I did one through the trading game, which is run by two Australian traders called Louise Bedford and Christopher Tate, mm -hmm. and um, that was a six month mentor program with a group of people and it was all online and um, I'd read some of their books before I did the program so I mm -hmm. knew what they were about and um, that, it was fantastic. I would recommend <laughs> doing that to anybody. It just confirmed what I thought that I knew but also just cleared up some things and you know a lot of it's practice and doing something like that you get these concepts hammered into your head by these, these people for six months so it's really easy to read something and go on the internet or in a book and go, that's good, you know. Mm -hmm. And then, but you don't haven't got anyone then over your shoulder, have you? You know, if you don't do it, there's no one to pick up on you or anything like that. But when you when you do a mental program, they're there. And if you if you kind of persist going back to your old ways, they're on your shoulder and getting cross at you, and <laughs> you know, they're just really black and white and telling you what's what, which I found was fabulous. Ah, uh, I see, I see. And you said there was like a community. Were, were there a bunch of people who were taking that course that were like on a website or something that you could interact with? Yeah, that's right. It was all online and all the, um, it was done sort of via a forum. Mm -hmm. So they'd post up topics and you, um, you'd complete the topic online um, and post your answers on the forum and everyone could read through your answers and you could communicate and interact with the other mentorees as well. It was, it was a really excellent layout and I'm still in contact with some of the mentorees oh. now. Yeah. Nice. Very interesting. And for um, yeah, it was good. <laughs> for uh, people who don't know what you trade, could you uh, kind of go into the markets that you trade? Um, at the moment, I'm trading foreign exchange mm -hmm. intraday. That's the primary thing that I'm doing. I also trade equities um, on the Australian market mm -hmm. um, off a daily chart. Uh -huh. um, I've actually stopped that for the moment because I went on holiday for six weeks and haven't started, and I've Again, just from looking at the market, it's all very sideways on a daily chart. So <laughs> I thought I'm just going to bide my time with that one a little bit and just concentrate on my foreign exchange mm -hmm. for now. But I trade that off a one-hour chart. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And uh, what are, I, I remember reading that you also trade CFDs. Do you still do I that? I do. Yeah, I trade um, foreign exchange and my equities via CFDs. Oh, I so, see. So is that illegal where you are? Um. I'm not too sure, but I haven't really heard of it before. Maybe you could kind of explain what that means. Sure. It's, I love it because they're a leveraged product. Mm -hmm. um, but you don't actually have to have – you don't own the share or the foreign exchange contract or anything like that. Basically, you're just making a bet on a price movement. So you put up your margin, mm -hmm. and if your bet's correct, you win, same as you would with a share or whatever. Mm -hmm. And if you lose, you lose, same as you would with a share. <laughs> uh -huh. But because you don't have to physically stump up the cash to buy the shares, you can just put down a margin. Mm -hmm. um, if you know what your risk is, you can just put up enough for that risk and without having to actually have enough to cover the whole position, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Okay. Um, it, just, it gives a lot of flexibility. And also they have a product called a guaranteed stop loss, mm -hmm. which... Um, Basically, you pay a premium, and it means that it cancels out any slippage. Your exit price is guaranteed, which wow. is really invaluable. Yeah, that's a, that's awesome. It is. <laughs> I'm pretty stuff with that. <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine. Oh man, yeah, I, I, yeah, I've never heard of that. Um, 
So I thought that'd be kind of interesting to hear about what you're doing with that. Um, I guess on the foreign exchange side, so you're trading on the longer time frames, right? Um, longer compared to some people. I mean, a lot of people trade foreign exchange on one minutes or ticks or whatever, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't... My prime thing with trading is I don't want to be sitting in front of a screen all day. I've got a family and i just rather not, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so I've designed my systems to need minimal screen, screen time, which is really good. Oh, that's good. That makes a lot of sense. Um, maybe you can take us through your process of how you develop a system from you know, finding, the, finding the hypothesis to testing it to actually putting it into um, practice. Um, well, I'll tell you about my equities one. That one's sort of the one that I've written about mostly on my blog. Mm -hmm. um, the foreign exchange one sort of came about um, just from watching the market and seeing support and resistance levels and that kind of thing. Oh, I see. But, um, my daily equity one I sort of came about because I really wanted something that I could um, get more of an income from. And what I'd learned through my mental program was more of a longer-term system, which didn't really suit the style and the the objectives really of why I wanted to trade. So, mm. and I like I like equities. I love that you can um, really capture long trends in equities and and that kind of thing. So, I just flicked through the top 200 Aussie shares and just on paper wrote what I would do. Just traded them as I saw them. Didn't have a set system for them. Like some of them were swings, some of them were trends that were going up. So they were a buy and hold ish sort mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. And I just traded what I saw on on these charts and I just did that on paper without any money involved and tested it that way for three months and had some really good results and um, so I put a bit of money into it, just a really small amount to see how it went mm -hmm. and just refined it a bit more and just got it really clear in my head um, what I like to see in mm -hmm. a chart before I trade it mm -hmm. and it just sort of morphed into, <laughs> into something that became quite clear in my head and basically it's assessing a trend if it's going down, selling it on a small rally, mm -hmm. and if it's going up, buying it on a dip. It's not that hard. It's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember reading about that in your on your blog, and I was like, wow, that's uh, it's not that difficult. And it was basically just money management that you were really um, trying to uh, tune in, right? What was that? Say it again? Um, it was more of the money management part that you were trying to yeah. hone in, I guess. Yes. Yeah, definitely. The stop-loss thing is the trickiest thing because so often you get kicked out of trends and then they take off again without you and stuff like that. But also, it was because of this guaranteed stop-loss in the CFD mm -hmm. that you know once once you're at break-even, you've got no risk in that trade anymore because your guaranteed stop means that you're not it's not going to gap through your stop. Mm -hmm. So once you're at break-even, you've got none of your own money tied up in that trade anymore at all. So then you can take your money and put it into something else. Mm -hmm. And that way you can have, and because it's all leveraged, you can have loads and loads of positions and not much capital tied up in them provided they're going your way. Mm -hmm. um, so that was really sort of the, the crux of that um, strategy, really. Oh, I see. Yes. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, how about like uh, beginning traders? What kind of, uh, what, what would you recommend beginning traders do? Uh, use a small amount of money until you're making money. <laughs> don't, don't sell puts. <laughs> or calls. Or calls, yeah. either or, but puts are worse, I reckon. But anyway, um, I just 
trade shares until you know what you're doing, really, mm-hmm. or unless you've got someone really experienced who's holding your hand, like through a mental program or something like that, and giving you the confidence. Because it's it's an expensive way to learn to learn, isn't it? Yeah. If you don't, is. if you're just doing it for yourself and you're learning with your own money, it, it's really expensive. You may as well just pay ten grand for a good mental program and and do that. Really. Mm-hmm. I mean, my first losing trade, the big one that I lost, that I've written about in my blog, but I'm not shy about talking about. <laughs> I lost eight grand on that trade. So. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah, you'd be better off just going and. Doing a mentor program before you even put any money into the market at all. If you're going to if you're going to teach yourself and have no concept of risk, mm-hmm. you need to learn about risk before you start. Mm-hmm. That's really mm-hmm. the key. The key thing that I would say to anybody. Definitely good advice. Definitely. Um, was there ever a time where you wanted to give up on this? You thought, oh, this you know this is too much. I I can't do this. I thought I can't do this, but I never thought I'm going to give up. I'm uh-huh. a bit of a determined bugger that way. <laughs> I'm sure there were times when my husband wished I would give up. <laughs> but no, it, it's from the minute I started, it just had its claws in me. And I think that's something with trading, it, it's a passion. And I couldn't imagine my life without it at all now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's such an integral part of who I am. It, I don't know. It's just, just part of my life. I can't explain it any other way, really. No, I... I understand. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from. It's, uh, I don't know what it is. It's just the challenge of it, I guess, or something. It's a huge challenge, and it's a challenge in so many ways too. You know, just getting to know who you are and the way you respond to things as a as a trader, but also then you have to dig deeper to find out why you have that in you, and you know, you really have to know yourself very well. And that's been part of it too. I love the psychology involved in it the psychology of what you can see in the charts, but also the psychology of myself as a trader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And for me, that's the primary interest also. Like, you know, how how does how do the masses think and stuff like that. I find it really interesting. It is. It's fascinating. And um, I guess you talked a little bit about your husband in one of your blog posts, and I thought uh, maybe I'll get your opinion on this. But if you're a trader, there are certain things that you have to kind of understand about winning and losing and that might be difficult to to convey to maybe your spouse or your um, your partner or whatever. Um, how how would you recommend like kind of explaining it to them? Oh, it's really really hard. And like my husband, he's happy to leave me all that to me, mm-hmm. but he, he can't really because he doesn't understand. Like for him, uh, you know, if just hypothetically, if he had a hundred thousand dollars. And I said, oh, you know, this month I'm in drawdown 5%, which with my system, it has quite big drawdowns, my equity system, and it has really big runs as well. So really, I can expect a 20% drawdown sometimes. Mm-hmm. And and that's normal in that system. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for me, that's normal. But for him, it's not. For him, it looks like, <laughs> you know, even a 5% drawdown, he, he thinks that's $5,000 gone. And I'm just trying to... Um, sit down and calmly explain and try and get him to comprehend something that is just so not normal for someone who's not a trader. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, that's really hard and I think the best thing you can do is have... Like, I, he probably gets sick of it, but I'm, I talk about trading all the time at dinner time. Like when it's just <laughs> <a> good. Because <laughs> I just want him to get so used to it and the, I think the more they hear it, the more they kind of absorb subconsciously and 
I know, they have to learn a little bit if you keep on talking about it, don't they? Yeah, I'm just yeah. totally switched off and ignoring you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. That's a very good idea. I never thought of that. Yeah, I think being very open and communica- communicative about it is really important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, well, besides trading, uh, what kind of other things do you like to do? Oh, heaps of things. We live um, very remotely at the moment. We're probably a two and a half hour drive from the nearest little town, which is just Teensy, and probably we're, we're a thousand k's from a major city. So, but we live on the beach, and it's just beautiful. We nice. go boating and fishing, and um, obviously trading at home. And I, I write. I love writing my blog, and um, I write for a magazine every now and then, and for another magazine's website, and. Um, do a bit of that and just my kids and my family and just enjoying time with my friends. It's yeah, just a, a really simple but kind of normal life really. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. Just being away from it all, right? Oh, yeah, it's great. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see what else was I going to ask you. Um, hmm. Oh, yeah, are there... Um, who are your like uh, trading heroes? I guess you could say people you look trading to- heroes. Yeah. Well, I don't personally know too many. Um, well, none that tell me how well they do. But the two, my two mentors, Chris Tate and Louise Bedford, they're definitely um, role models for me. Mm-hmm. They're like my trading parents, really. And um, I mean, I first got in touch with Louise because I read her book and I emailed her, and she responded to me, and that blew me away, really, <laughs> because I just thought. It's like a famous person responding to me, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, that blew my mind. And, yeah, so I was happy to sign up with her because I knew – I chatted to her before we did the course and we still chat now. And it's – um yeah, so those two people definitely would be the most influential people as I was learning to trade for sure. Uh, I see. And do you have, like, a group of traders that you trade with? I know you're talking about um, keeping in contact with some of the old mentorship people, but is there, like, a core group that you – talk to them, you know, all the time and discuss trading ideas and stuff like that? Um, not really. Every now and then I get in touch with my friends and it's just to talk about our own, um, just how we're going and how we're handling things psychologically and that kind of thing. But, mm-hmm. in, in, you know, on Twitter and dot twits and that kind of thing, where people are, you know, throwing their ideas up all the time, I, I don't, that's not how I trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, my trading is um, probably more systems orientated. Mm-hmm. Um my foreign exchange definitely is. That's purely systematic. I've got to physically put the trades on, but it's all, once the trades are on, it's all automated. They um, come off themselves and that kind of thing. So yeah. I only spend probably a couple of hours a day trading my foreign exchange system, look at it in the morning mm-hmm. when I get up, um, adjust my levels with all my um, orders, because I set orders to trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at night time, I just check them and readjust those orders if necessary, and that, that's it. It all just does it by itself. <laughs> so I don't really need to chat with other people to see what they think. And often that can um, be detrimental, I reckon. Yeah. If you've got a great idea and someone else says, oh, I don't think so, well, then you go, ah. Oh. And then you lose your confidence in your idea, don't you? So. Yeah, I agree, definitely. It's not the best thing. <laughs> yeah. And if, you, you know, if, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If, um, if I'm right, then you know, I, it's all me. So I guess... Yeah, I guess listening to other people might not be the best thing sometimes. No, I mean, some people, I mean, you look at the Stock Twits community and they love it. And so 
um, you know, there's so many different ways that you can trade and be successful at it, mm-hmm. but that's not a way that I find for me is productive. Oh, I see, I see. Mm. Okay, well, um, let's see. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not like super prepared, but uh, I think that that's was... okay, it's fine. <laughs> that's primarily uh, all the things I wanted to talk to you about. Um, did you have any uh, anything you wanted to share? Um, I think I've pretty much said all the things that are really important to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. But it's been lovely chatting with you, actually. Yeah, yeah. I've read you your very- blog and talked to you on Twitter and stuff, so it's nice to hear your voice. Yeah, you too, definitely. So, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. And um, if you guys want to check out her blog, she always has something good to say. Um, she can be found at roguetraderette.com. And uh, thanks again, Jessica. My pleasure. Thank you so much for ringing me. Yep.